This is a Life School Podcast, episode number 145, and today we're going to talk about how to start the new year off on the right foot. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith in every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, and I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hello, Heath, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. I want to be the first person to say that to you. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I am the first person to say Happy New Year to you, right? You, you absolutely are. <laughs> Happy and New Year, man. I'm good, man. And the refrigerator is just packed with the leftovers. I know. And so much. Wow. What a crazy thing. Uh, did you do anything f- amazingly crazy that you're embarrassed about last night? Uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I had to work yesterday morning. In, in a Christian way. No, yeah, I don't yeah, know. So. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we went to a neighbor's house and had some fireworks and smashed some pots and awesome. car horns. And Did you, you know, growing up, because we couldn't afford fire, fireworks, find them, and it was illegal. Yeah. Um, we didn't do this at our house, but when I would spend the night at my grandmother's house, yeah. it was always like, Here's the pots and pans, and we go outside and bang them together. Yeah, them together. And we, ha- it was loud, and we hated that. It was yeah. there was no, <laughs> <laughs> no fun. No so it, fireworks are illegal where we're at too, but in our little city of Fircrest. But uh, if the police are yeah. listening to this, you can well, go. to I the street. I don't know if illegal or not, but I'm telling you what, you just as you drive around my neighborhood right now, and you will see the remnants <laughs> of mountains and mountains of fireworks. <laughs> but what's cool though is you also see fathers and their sons out there sweeping them up. I love that. So it's pretty great. That's and I'm so glad good. my roof did not get caught on fire once again. Like, oh, I mean, man. you think I'm talking about the 4th of July. Uh, yeah. Man, it was crazy. Thank God we've had a really rainy season so far. <laughs> I've got a roof wet enough to... <laughs> All right. Blow Here we are, the though. The new year. It's a new year. It's a new start. Time to make some some promises we won't keep. <laughs> Here we go. Resolutions. Yeah, I- you know, the gym is really popular today. They say for 11 days. Really? Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, that's about how long I last. It's like you can't get a treadmill <laughs> for eleven days. Not so much today, but starting tomorrow, no mm-hmm. treadmills to be found, and then in about a week and a half, good to go. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Hey, so we've got a new year. This means a new start for many people. Yeah, yeah. How can we get into a positive mood that now is a good time to make some changes? Well, <laughs> maybe it's not. No, I don't know. <laughs> I think that the assumption is is that we all suck and that next year's going to be better. But uh, yeah. I like to try to take a more positive spin. You're asking about having a positive sure. mood. I like having a more positive spin about the new year um, as both a time to sort of count your blessings yep. and assess all the amazing things that do, do happen. I, I, will, I will confess that my sometimes my own nature is to focus on the two or three things in the year that weren't like perfectly managed by my sovereignty. Sure. (laughs) Like, which is just horrible and lacking in belief. But, um, I, you know what I mean? I tend to focus Uh on that. I just, just really this week, even I was thinking about, this has been such an amazing year. Hmm. Like for Team K, and I mean, I could run down the list. I, sure, you you know a lot of them. I mean, just yeah. graduating from law school and and and, and MBAs and babies yep. and homes and new life and all you know and just so many amazing things have happened to our family this year. Yeah. But I could tell you one or two things I'm kind of disappointed about. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, and they really they don't even fall on the list in the right category. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, so um, I like to say though, but this is not only a great time to plan forward. 
but it's also a great time to assess like, man, look at the blessings we do have. Yeah. And we weren't sovereign over those. And yet look at how many, we, cause that's our dad. That's yeah. how God is. He just blesses and blesses. And so even going forward, then that helps me to rightly motivate my, my planning sure, and or goal setting or resolutions. Um, hopefully they're, um, within line with God's blessed to be a blessing sort of thing, right? Yeah. Where he continues to bless us every year, hopefully so that we be blessed to be a blessing and bless more people. And this year would even show others what he's like even more than yeah. last year. Yeah. That'd be, that be I think beautiful? that'd be the ultimate. And boy, I wish I did that all perfectly. But when you say, you know, how do we get into a positive mood? I think it's that. Yeah. Like it's count your blessings. And then as you turn towards goal setting and planning, which I think are great, I think that's called stewardship. Sure. Um, uh, then do it in light of that. How would we better show off Dad this year and what he's like and how awesome Jesus is? So. That is so different than the way I was And doing... I still do some planning, man. I'm a planner, yeah. but I want to do it in the right mode and heart sure. response. Yeah, I remember being mostly through my teenage years and in my early 20s when I kind of started living alone. This style of thinking is so much more freeing. I remember for probably six or seven years combined, every New Year's Eve... I would spend an hour or so writing a letter to God about how many times I failed him that year and promising that he would never, that I would never do it again the, the upcoming year. Cause I was always afraid Jesus was coming back at midnight. Did you have a little stick that you hit yourself in the back with? I know I should, no, I'd rip it up and I spread it all over the yard. Oh like my. these little tiny pieces of paper because I was so embarrassed and so ashamed. And I'm going like, some listeners are listening. I still do that. Yeah. You don't have to do that. This is really freeing. <laughs> yeah. Like this is a, a positive time. Oh. To, to press into if the love of Jesus. our blessings depended on our performance, Heath, we're screwed. screwed. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're done, right? Yeah. If we got what we deserved every year, yeah. oh my gosh. Well, I remember January 1st every year waking up. I have breakfast and by about 10 o'clock, I'm like back apologizing. I've I suck. jacked up. <laughs> so, oh, that's not the gospel, brother. Man, <laughs> so. How do, so how do we get started on planning or setting goals to make sure that we don't just sort of slide into this next year, but but rather that we give an intentionality to the year that it deserves. We want to be yeah. good stewards of our year and our time yeah. and our lives. I think that's exa- you're right on the money with that. We want to be good stewards of our time and, and the year. You know, interestingly, right, time is the one resource that you can't get back or get more of. It's always spending itself. Well, out. relationships, you know what? There's always hope to restore a relationship. You can get more relationships. Sure. You can restore health. You can restore fortunes financially. Mm. You can, I mean, new jobs. I mean, a new home, like new car. Like the, It's the one resource you're not going to get back at all ever so like we do get to steward it so um here's how i here's some things i've learned and i'm relearning as we turn an eye toward a new year okay Okay. Um, i'm gonna start with three things to avoid okay okay and you (laughs) i think i'm just gonna say i think you might need these (laughs) based on what (laughs) i've come a long way from where i used to be new year program (laughs) okay uh here's first thing not starting with an accurate view of where you are at Hmm. like you want to avoid that yeah. You want to avoid not, you know, not starting with an accurate view of your at before effectively planning the win at home or at work moving forward. It's vital to first be honest about where you're at on the journey hmm. without first accurately assessing and processing, you know, what's been working this year hmm. in any area of your life. So not just at work or finances, but sure. family life, all that what's been working, what's not be honest, will really severely limit our effective goal setting and planning for the year. So I think a good assessment starts with an accurate view of, well, what is, where are we? And would you invite, like, if you're married, would you invite your spouse in that conversation absolutely. as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. People close to you. Yeah, absolutely. If you're bold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you want to avoid making excuses or beating yourself up. 
Yeah. Sound familiar? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> once we've taken, you know, a hard look at how we've been doing this last year, it's easy to go down one of two equally dangerous paths. Either A, we make excuses for everything that didn't go as planned, yeah. or B, we shame and blame ourselves for being such a failure. And both of those choices leave us frozen and often very unclear of where to go next. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, so, Been there. Yeah. So don't, you know, you want to avoid making excuses or beating yourself up. That sure. is not, that's not going to lead forward. Okay. And third thing to avoid is thinking that goal setting is only for work hmm. or finance related stuff. Wow. Okay. I recently spoke to a friend who's a working mom of two, and she admitted to me that she's never really seen goal setting for the year as something she needed to do. Hmm. She said that was like that's more of a thing that business people do to make more money, isn't it? And to her, I kind of say yes and no, my friend. <laughs> Planning for our financial or business future is certainly wise, but there are several other categories in our lives that have much greater impact. Hmm. than work and, and finance. And therefore, they need even greater planning and preparation in order to grow and succeed, you know, and live a f life to the fullest. Yeah, that's a good point, man, because typically I, te I tend to go to those tangible things that I can, you know, big thing, finances, parenting, but... Weight. Yeah, absolutely. Health, but, you know, like, right. And those are important. Sure. But there are things additional that I, I think uh, we can prioritize and actually plan for, too. So what would you say is a good way to prioritize the things that are of most importance? I want to suggest some categories that m most people may not have looked at before or a way of organizing and prioritizing what's truly important and valuable in our lives. And this is a little different than your traditional New Year's resolutions and annual goal setting. Okay. Okay. But I think it's a precursor in many ways to that if, if we are serious about stewarding all of life. Now, here are five categories that I call treasures. Okay. The five treasures. And they're to be measured and stewarded in our life. Now, pay close attention to the order of these as they actually go from the lowest to the highest value. Okay. And I'll talk more about that when I get through them. But let me lay the five treasures on you. Okay. So these are in reverse order. So, uh, but these are five categories that I like to do some assessments on. And I'm going to give you a tool for that. So fifth, financial treasure. So this is measured in dollars, hard assets, and investments. Uh, one can be considered very wealthy by measuring this treasure alone, but we all know that having all the money in the world can never truly make someone happy or replace re relational or spiritual prosperity. Sure. But financial treasure is something we measure. Yeah. A fourth, next in value up the scale, um, intellectual treasure. Your ideas, creative, creativity, and knowledge, they're valuable to you and others. So every product in the world, company, book, painting, or song has started as an idea in someone's mind. Hmm. How have you grown your intellectual treasure over this past year? That's or how question. will you grow it? Yeah. Okay. Third, your physical treasure. Your time, energy, and health are the measurements for this category of our life. Physical treasure. How are you doing at stewarding your health, your body, and your precious time. This is the one that time falls in. Hmm. Who or what are you giving your best energy to? And how would you like to have more of that treasure in the new year? That's good. Okay, second, we're moving close. This is second highest value, relational treasure. This can be measured by both the quantity and quality of your relationships that you have with family and friends and maybe your network of friends. Hmm. So who of us, if we had loads of money and we were super smart, a lot of intellectual treasure, but we had no real and healthy, meaningful relationships, would ever consider ourselves a wealthy person? 
no one. No one, right? Yeah. You see how this goes in value? Yeah. But we can measure it, and it's a good thing to grow in. And then the most valuable treasure of all is uh, the treasure of our relationship with God, our spiritual treasure. Yep. The Bible teaches that his words and his ways and wisdom are more precious than gold. Wow. Psalm 19. When we are rich in our spiritual lives, we are able to truly grow and become wealthy in all the others. And that's the key. If we're not spiritually wealthy, the other ones will never replace it. Yeah. They just won't. It's it's more valuable than all gold in the world. And Man. you can look at that. Now, I'm super grateful to my friends Mike Breen, who we had on the show a few weeks ago, yeah. and Ben Sternke, who first opened up my mind to seeing life divided up this way. Yeah. Okay? But, but these five, again, in descending order, financial treasure, intellectual treasure, physical treasure, relational treasure, and then spiritual treasure are the categories of life I think that we get to assess, measure, and then think, okay, how will I grow in each of these? but especially in the most valuable ones. Sure. See, and that's a total flip compared to where most of my time and my past has been spent. And I know speaking with others even that are close to me, a lot of our New Year planning goes into where we're going to go on our next vacation or how much money we're going to save towards this big purchase or what, how many days are we going to take off and when's that going to happen and where do we spend money for going out to dinner? Where do we pull that from in our budget? Uh, we put the, way more time into planning that than what's spiritual than the, in our lives. Than, yeah, yeah, than the spiritual treasure or our relational treasure, right? Or even the, yeah, the health of our families, right? And in reality, this list is often flipped upside down in true worth, mm-hmm. and we falsely value financial treasure above all others. Yeah, that's why it gets the most planning. Hmm. Like you think about what an industry financial planners are, financial planning, you know, wealth management, all that, right? Sure, huge. Well, look at, look at, that's the least of the five valuable. Let's just move up to three and, and two physical treasure, time, energy, and health, relational treasure, like spiritual treasure being the most, most people I know put way more time into planning out vacations and, or their financial treasure than they ever do their spiritual treasure. Sure. Pouring into their kids, making disciples who make disciples. They, Mm -hmm. and yet it's the one that all the others are built upon. Absolutely. We have yeah. completely flipped it. We've flipped it upside down. So let me let me lay this on our on our our listeners here. You think of those five treasures. And by the way, I've got a really cool assessment tool okay. that's going to be uh, able. You can download. It'll be on, in the show notes. Perfect. And I'll probably put the link in the big three. So if you want both, just get the big three that's coming up. Sure. But you can look and say, okay, how on a scale of like say one to five. Yep. You know, or one to ten or whatever. How would I rank this past year? Where am I at in financial treasure? Hmm. Where am I at in my intellectual treasure? Ideas, creativity, knowledge, sure. uh, physical treasure. And where do I, and then we take those and we assess them and we go, where do we want to be next year? Hmm. Now, here's what's really interesting you can spend the greater treasures to gain the lesser treasures. So, can we walk through that like in a practical sense here? Okay, for instance, let's say you are broke. Yep. And and you've moved to a new town and and you don't have any money. How are you gonna how are you gonna start to rebuild your financial treasure? Hmm. Through relational treasure. But I do have some friends in that town and they're part of the business district. And I think through getting you know, spending time with them and maybe figuring out how to serve and bless them, they may be able to share some of their relational treasure to help me find a job. Huh. 
or let's say your physical physical treasure. Hey, I'm um, a few pounds heavier than I want to be. I want to I want to get in better shape, or I'm dealing with this thing physically or whatever. I can spend financial treasure to get a trainer. Oh, that's cool. Right, yeah. and I can get some help with that. So you can always spend treasures to get other ones. Yeah, it's like five different bank accounts, right? When you withdraw here, you deposit here, and vice versa. Exactly, and so. You can take intellectual treasure and you can find financial treasure. Or you can say, through ideas and creativity and relational treasure this year, I'm going to invest those crazy in growing my spiritual treasure. Hmm. That's cool, man. Right? And so I, I just want people to look at this list. Like, please download. Yeah. Please download this assessment and just look at it and rate yourself. Hey, where have I been last year? And where would I give myself a grade? You can be honest. Remember I said, you know, be honest where you're at. Yeah. Where would I like to be? And then... Which treasures do I have to spend to gain some of? Hmm. That's really cool. Now, would you say the same thing applies? I know we talked a little bit earlier on the show about bringing others into this. Is that a healthy... I mean, that's something that even in a marriage you could do together, right? And go... Absolutely in a marriage. I think um, you can always do it in community if if you have people that know and trust you. Sure. But absolutely, you want to look at this assessment as a family. Yeah. You want to pull this out, you know, and and go. I mean, even just recently, I was was thinking through these treasures going like, okay, um, I used to really be way more serious about my health. Sure. How I ate and gym and all that. And, and I won't blame it on this, but it was a factor. And after I had the motorcycle accident last year, it was just, it's been really hard to restart some of those rhythms. Sure. So I'm looking at my phys- physical treasure and that affects my time and my energy. Sure. So I want to spend some other treasures of either finance or intellectual, getting some books or people who know more than I do, maybe a trainer sure. in the new year, because I want to bump up my physical treasure a little bit this year. Huh. I want to grow in that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, Maybe I have people in my community can help me with that. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Like they are like super into keto or they know a trainer or they, they're going to invite me to their gym and that's like, dude, I'll train with you like crazy. Or yep. see, I'm just using that as an example. But I think it'd be wonderful even as a community if people want to take download this assessment tool and say, hey, let's walk through and give each other some, some honest yep. feedback about where, how we would rank these five treasures and, and maybe how do we click them up in the right direction in the year ahead? Love that, man. It's a Love very that. different way of doing it. Yeah. Now, within each of those, you can pull out some of your more traditional goal setting. Sure. But just know that the most valuable is spiritual treasure. The least valuable is financial treasure. Yeah. yeah we tend to get it backwards. We get it backwards. Every time, yeah. And you know what? I, this, this is going to sound like a bit of a shot. I, over to Bob, I don't mean it to be. But the church reinforces this upside down list. Because often, like... Like you're going to hire somebody. Do you hire for the person with the highest spiritual treasure or is it because they have intellectual treasure? That's the guy's a good teacher. She's really great with kids. She could really run this department well and she's a really good use of her time or right. Wow, man. And, and then you base maybe the church even bases like we value certain positions financially more than others. Yep. And see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so uh, that's not the, the how the kingdom works. Jesus says that, you know, the kingdom is worth, it's precious. It's like a pearl. It's like worth giving up everything you have. So what I want to suggest to our listeners is, and you can go back and read the parables. Jesus is saying all of these other treasures, invest them all in spiritual treasure. That's And great. you will gain the rest. Kind of sounds like that. Seek first the kingdom and yeah, everything else. Will be, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've heard that somewhere before. Yeah. Well, it's time to get to our big three. Um, yeah, here The big we go. three takeaways for this week. 
And you get those for free by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 145. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 145. Caesar, what are the big three for this week? Okay, here you go. Um, t- first one, time is unlike any other resource in the world. And I already mentioned this, but once it's spent, you can't get it back. You can't get more of it. You all have the same 24-7 in a day and whatever number of days God's given us. Being serious about what you truly value and stewarding your time and treasures is honoring to God. And it's a big part of our discipleship and the discipleship of others. Hmm. It's not something to be blown off and you'll never get it back. If you don't plan out and and steward well the next year, well, it'll be gone. It's honoring to God and it's a big part of discipling others. That's great. Number two. Okay, number two. God knows your future already. That's good news. And he's inviting you to join him in shaping it. Hmm. So listen, that's a cool thought, right? It's true. You've been given an identity that's from God himself, and you now share this identity along with his authority and privilege. God loves you the same regardless of how you manage all this. But the amazing thing is, is we all get to plan and prioritize in faith and then trust God for the results. Wow. He loves you, and he desires the best for your life. So you can, in faith, get after this. That's cool. But know how he values it. Look at the kingdom rightly. Look at those treasures in the right order. Yeah. And then third, uh, this is the, the, the you know the hands-on, get-started stuff. Spend some time today. Like, if you put it off, you probably won't. You know, or at least this week, you sure. know, whenever you're hearing this. Print out that five treasures evaluation tool and uh, look at it and pray through it this week to help you assess where you're at, in each of these five categories, and and where you'd like to be at this time next year. Hmm. And then start to make specific plans for how you'll spend the treasures in other categories that you have to gain more of the higher and more valuable treasures that you desire. That's good, man. Thanks for those. Yeah, you're welcome, brother. I hope that's helpful to people. It's a little different spin on New Year planning, but I think it's the thing behind the thing. Yeah. And I want people to have a right motivation and be able to plan rightly forward knowing god's priorities for our life and what he truly values that's great and you can get those again for free to get the download by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 145 again that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 145 and we're going to throw in the five treasures evaluation tool for future planning in with that this week so you get that uh we want to invite you in case you haven't yet to join our facebook group we push this a lot. And this is a cool area if you're looking for somewhere to jump in for the next year for maybe some more community engagement or to take these podcasts a little bit deeper. And this is a way to give back to and be a part of a community. So instead of just consuming the Life School podcast, you get yeah. to like speak into it. Let us know like what you liked about an episode, questions you have, what future episode ideas, please. Yeah. Give us We're, we're like sitting here in, in a void at times and we're talking <laughs> about what's important to us, hoping it's important to you. Yeah. So, you know, this is a free show. <laughs> yeah. So please give back by joining us on Facebook and talking to us and, and teaching us and giving us ideas for what would be helpful for you guys in the future. Yeah, helping you integrate faith in life. Yeah, we want to help you this upcoming year. And again, to get there, you just go to facebook.com up in the toolbar. The search bar, actually, you just type in Life School Podcast. Caesar and I will accept you to the group. And we'll get on our merry way there. And we hope you join us next week. We're going to talk about whether or not the medium is the message when it comes to our churches. Is the way we're doing church speaking very loudly to a world that's watching? I think it is. Yeah. That's going to be a fun episode. Yeah, we'll be see. a little bit of ooch, a little bit of ouch in that one, but it'll be good. It'll kick be. you in the stomach to start off your new year. Ah.
<laughs> Maybe in the toe. Shin. Maybe in the shin a little. Yeah. We hope you join us for that. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. <laughs>